This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Rudy Giuliani. Good afternoon, America. This is Rudy Giuliani with the Rudy Giuliani Show, and I am in Manchester, New Hampshire, covering the exciting primary uh, between General Baldock and... uh, Maggie Hassan, as well as the two um, congressional races, the one I guess that's gotten the most attention is the one involving um, Caroline Levitt, and um, and her opponent is Chris Pappas. So uh, we'll get to those in a moment. I, I I have to start with the number one pressing issue in my hometown, New York, which is crime. Of course, it's a pressing issue to everyone in New York, uh, in New York City, in New York State, where uh, unlike when I was mayor and the crime in New York was as bad and actually worse, uh, this time it's all over the state. That wasn't the case back in the 80s. And even and we, we talk a lot about George Pataki's victory uh, in 94 uh, crime. Then, you know, 93, 94, when I, I won and he won, crime was a New York City issue. It was a it was an issue upstate, but not a big one. Uh, in fact, if you think about it, people were talking about Georgia's victory. Georgia's victory was more about the economy than it was about crime, because the economy in upstate New York was terrible. So Lee Zeldin really has both issues going for him. He's got the one that elected me, crime, and the one that elected George, which was the economy, and uh, and the perception that Cuomo had been there for a very long time. We're talking about Mario Cuomo now. And nothing had moved. Nothing had changed. Uh, upstate New York remained in a uh, horrible situation of non-growth, never having made the transition from mill towns and, and uh, industrial towns and the loss of IT&T and the loss of GE. Uh, the Democratic answer to it was to raise taxes so high nobody wanted to come here. Uh, so right now, both of those issues are front and center. Uh, in the election uh, that's gonna, that's happening to, uh, tomorrow, uh, in fact, New York is. You can debate whether New York, California, New Jersey are the highest tax states, uh, and depending on what taxes you throw in or you don't throw in, uh, it really doesn't matter. What they both are are what I would consider socialist states. So I have a couple of yardsticks for socialism based on not my dreaming about it or just shooting my mouth off the way Democrats do, but a, a lifelong study of communism and socialism going back to the time I was in college. Uh, when you when the government starts to become the senior partner in your wages, in other words, they take more than 50% of it, you're starting to become a socialist state. You're working for them, not for you and your family. I mean, taxes can be high, but you better be keeping a little more of your money than the government's getting. Well, New York, California... New Jersey, Illinois, all the Democrat states, all the states with Democrat governors with di- dictator tendencies, which we saw during the during the pandemic, and Hochul still, you know, governs by dictates anytime she wants. Doesn't even seem to know uh, what are the basic rules of a democracy. So that that that's 
both of those issues are are front and center. All of a sudden, the Democrats have switched to a strategy that I just don't understand. They have switched to the strategy of denying that there's crime. <laughs> They're crime deniers. You know, they like to say that Republicans are what are Republicans? Election deniers. Of course, Hillary Clinton's the biggest election denier, and Stacey Abrams that have lived. We're amateurs as far as that's concerned. But okay, election deniers, and then we're climate deniers. I assure you, I am not a climate denier. I know there are four. You know, we got four. New York, I'll give you a climate denier in New York. There's the spring, there's the summer, there's the winter, and the fall. I agree with that. Uh, so I'm not a climate denier. Boop. However, they are crime deniers. Now, how can you be a crime denier? There were four, four right in a row, crime, major crimes on the subways, within about four hours between uh, uh, Sunday and Monday. I'm not even talking about the weekend. I'm talking about Sunday night to Monday, four crimes on the subway that required hospitalization of the victim. I'm not making that up. I didn't make up that picture of that woman who was at the Hochul rally. It was being choked. And they want to talk about Republican. You know how many more Democratic attacks there are than Republican attacks? I mean, Democrat attacks on, on us compared to... Uh, uh, the occasional Republican attack. I mean, there, it's just, it's just, it's just uh, uh, way out of control. Marco, Marco Rubio's uh, um, uh, two uh, high-level uh, uh, workers beaten up horribly, right? Uh, white powder delivered to Carrie Lake's uh, office today. Uh, I mean, you, you think about it. How about Lee Zeldin? Lee Zeldin attacked by a guy who wanted to kill him. And then uh, shooting outside of his house, uh, GOP gubernatorial candidate in Illinois, in Illinois had death threats. And uh, a young 18-year-old Republican was run over and killed in North Dakota by a 40-year-old, one-year-old radical Democrat who says he hates Republicans. But you don't read about it. All we read about is Pelosi's whatever that was. I, I'm sorry Pelosi got whatever happened, but... They don't tell you anything about it. Nobody helped back the facts on this. You can look at the videos. You can look at the whatever you want to look at. We can't even see the video of this this attack that has more questions than answers. I mean, uh, and if Republicans raise that, then they're being mean to Paul Pelosi. I am not being mean to Paul Pelosi. I'm sorry. Whatever happened, happened. But don't stop blaming it on Republicans. And then don't show us what happened. Then don't tell me, why did the police chief say there was a third person there originally, and now it's a new story? I wonder, well, how did that happen? Can we see the video to see if there was a third person there? And then the story you're telling us now doesn't make sense. Pelosi comes to the door, lets the cops in, and goes back to the assailant. If he was scared of the guy, he would have gotten behind the cops and sent the cops in. So would you please cut out the line? I don't think they can cut out the line. That's all they got going for them. But there is an unbelievable amount of crime in New York, and you're not going to convince people that what they see and experience isn't happening. We've got we've got a, 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 a man named Ethan Williams who was fatally shot while sitting on the stoop of his Bushwick vacation rental. He went to Bushwick for vacation on October 23rd. The suspect, William Freeman, fired. And his defense is he mistakenly believed that 
One of Williams' pals was a rival gang member. He's got nine prior arrests. He's walking around the city streets. He's walking around the city streets. His father, Jason Williams, was on Fox and Friends on Sunday to say, I don't believe this. The guy killed my son. And he's walking around. He's the guy who did it. And his defense is, I was trying to kill somebody else. And he's walking around the street so he can kill you. That's a combination, really, of Hochul's ridiculous uh, stubbornness on bail, and they won't change it. And then, oh, there aren't enough statistics and facts that, how many times on this radio station have I talked to you about people out on bail, raping people, beating people, robbing people, killing people? And sometimes you just have common sense, Hochul, you don't need statistics. I live, I know the streets in New York. You don't know nothing, nothing, zero. You're a zero. And you're a zero crook trying to get money for your husband. Why don't you go back to Buffalo and work on seeing if you can shake down some money for the stadium? You, you're doing a pretty good job of it. And you shook down that other company that's charging two times more for COVID shots and the damn press lets you get away with it. Zeldin should kick your, you know what? The guy's an honest guy. How about we start with that? We don't have any scandals with pay for play with Zeldin. You got so many of them, you're going to go out like Cuomo and, 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 and the, and Spitzer. So please, people of New York, demonstrate your intelligence. Demonstrate you're not brain, you're brainwashed when you voted for Adams. You voted for Adams to have crime go down. Crime is up. Crime is up. 30. 40% of the subways, but it's the press. Gosh, I'd be, I'd be willing to blame the press for anything. I just can't blame them for crime. They're just reporting what happened. Now they don't even want you to report it. We're going to have a lady on at 340 uh, who wants to tell you, tell you serial murders against gay people that are going on, that the police are investigating, but uh, the DA that Hochul refuses to remove isn't investigating and if you're investigating a serial killing, of which I used to do that, you've got to have the DA or the U.S. attorney involved because you need subpoenas, you need the extra power that they have. And if you're not engaging them because the guy doesn't really care about, particularly because these are white rich kids that are involved. But, you know, white rich kids have the right to live too. And anybody who makes a distinction like that should be kicked out on his backside from being a DA. And we'll have uh, Mrs. Clary on at 340 and go into that in, in detail because I consider that one of the, oh, I don't know, one or how many, how many have there been from this guy? Uh, she, she can't figure out, you know, is there justification for firing him? Okay, okay, uh, pay for play, Kathy, crime wave, Kathy, here's one. And this is not confined to New York. And we may not be the worst. We may very well not be the worst. What the heck were the numbers in Chicago? Not fully, you know, Chicago takes about as long to figure out how many were dead on, uh, dead on a weekend as they do to count the vote. So these are at least numbers. Early returns for the slaughter, the weekly slaughter in 50-year Democrat Chicago. You think the people of Chicago aren't brainwashed? 50 years, Democrat rule, every weekend a carnage. 
32 shot this weekend and five killed. Now, there were 10 last week, so they gotta, <laughs> they're gonna, Mayor uh, Lighthead is gonna say, we had a 50% decline in murder this weekend. Last weekend, 10 people were killed. This week, weekend, we only got five killed. And then somebody will say, uh, Mayor, we haven't had the final tally yet. Oh, well, we're working on it. We're shipping somebody's out. Oh. Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Oh, please. Philadelphia uh, set a record for murder last year. Set a record for murder last year. This this weekend, well, there was, <laughs> all we need to do is look at one. It's in the post here. Gunman blast nine in Philadelphia. This is like Al Capone came back and decided to go to Philadelphia instead of Chicago. Nine people in just a short period of time. And last year they had a record for homicide. They're going to have another one this year. Now, what do they all have in common? They're all Democratic crooked cities with Democratic mayors and with Soros bought and paid for DAs. And they want to tell you, Hochul and Biden and the lying Democrats, this is happening in Republican states. Well, I beg to differ. New York is a democratic dictatorship, state and city. Pennsylvania is a democratic dictatorship and crooked as hell at the state level and at the city of Philadelphia level. And Chicago may have the dumbest governor in America, Democrat, and 50 years of democratic rule. Now, there are two states that are Republican states that have high murder. Ha <laughs> ha, Texas, because of three Democrat-controlled cities. Take them away, Texas is perfectly safe. Yeah, same thing in Florida. And particularly in, in, in uh, uh, what the state that I'm trying to think of now is Missouri. Missouri would be a safe state, except for St. Louis. St. Louis is another one that sets uh, records for murder. Uh, everyone that I mentioned has been blessed or cursed with uh, Soros deciding he's so interested in St. Louis and he's so interested in El Paso and he's so interested in New York City and he's so interested in Chicago and he's so interested in Philadelphia and he's so interested in, uh, you name it, uh, uh, Los Angeles that he puts in millions and millions of dollars to elect DAs who have no experience as prosecutors that were former former defenders letting criminals, trying to get criminals out, and then they become DAs and they let half the people out of prison. Half the people. Or they let a guy out like the guy that's walking around right now who committed murder. Well, this is Rudy Giuliani. When I get back, we're going to have the incomparable Dr. Maria with us. And then we're going to talk to Mrs. Clary. Stay tuned. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show, and I have with me my Uncovering the Truth partner, Dr. Maria, because Dr. Maria knows New Hampshire, and I want her to tell us about what's going to happen tomorrow in uh, two races that, particular, that could decide the Senate and the House. Well, it's a very exciting time. Thank you, Mayor Giuliani, for having me on. This is the best show with the Rudy Giuliani show, and I, I love, love talking about New Hampshire. So General Bolduc, this is a really interesting story. 
<laughs> Senator Schumer put a lot of money in our state trying to go after Chuck Morse in the primary by bolstering up Bullduck, thinking, oh, if Bullduck wins, he'll never do well in the general election. And sure enough, he keeps gaining momentum every day. I'm looking at about four different polls. One may have uh, Hassan up by one. Another one might have him up by one. So it is neck and neck in all of them. So it's going to be up to the voters who make it to the polls to decide this. Yeah, I see. Two are even. One has Bulldog ahead. One has Hassan ahead. And the latest one seemed to be moving more toward Bulldog. I would say, uh, doctor, just based on my expertise as a candidate, Republicans always run better than polls. And Democrats almost always run a little worse than polls. So you give Bulldog, I think, put a plus three next to all those numbers. Oh, oh, I would love that. No, no, I, I think that's He is I, a man of the people. Like, I very much like... He's like a, a fighting general. Yeah, and I like the outside candidates. I think that regardless of what party you belong to, that the career politicians have failed you. It's a rare person who spent their entire life in Congress or the Senate who can remain objective. You mean like they Chucky? make yeah, they make like Chucky, many, Chucky, Chucky. Yeah, they make too many deals to stay in power instead of doing deals that are for the country or for their constituents. Well, we watched him get his head kicked in at the debate. Oh my God, Joe Pinion was a rock star. I'm telling you, the, the New Yorkers have an that, opportunity. What was that guy de- debating on the show before mine? That Andrew guy. Oh, Andrew Giuliani. Yeah, he was pretty good. Huh? He was pretty good. <laughs> He's going to have a future, like Greg Kelly said. No, Greg Kelly said, I may may hear from Andrew. Greg Kelly said, you learned a lot from your father. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go, Greg. Way to go. Keep remembering Dad. You learned a lot from your father, too, Greg. His father was, you know, the, uh, he was exactly the police commissioner. Police commissioner's police commissioner. What a great man. And what a great guy Greg is. Well, it is time. This is a short segment. When we come back, we'll take some calls. And we'll go on to the other races. This is Rudy Giuliani. I've got uh, Dr. Maria with me, and we've got a guest coming up. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Mrs. Clary. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Uh, Giuliani's prediction is when they're tied, they go Republican. I hope so. The the energy in my state is palpable, not only for Bulldog in the Senate, although a lot of people feel like the House we're definitely going to take, Republicans going to take. In the Senate, you know, it's going to be tough. So we need Bulldog. We need New Hampshire. But uh, Caroline Levitt is causing a lot of energy, a lot she, of hope. She, she's got a little more of a lead. Yeah, she does. She has a definable yeah. little lead of about 2 3%. Yep. Uh, pretty much in all the polls. She's I young, mean, 25 years old. Gen Zier. Congresswoman Stefanik. Elise Stefanik. She's a worked for, yeah, and she's just a good, wholesome, practical person with a lot of energy. Well, that she's and hope. not a Democrat. And she's hope. practical. You know what? She smiles. 
she listens to people. It's just such a lovely feeling, and we need some de- uh, generational diversity. Does she, I does think. she uh, cackle like the vice president? No, <laughs> no, no, because I think the people in New Hampshire would kill her. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you got the other race in the other district that, that that's supposed to be like. Uh, uh, like a runaway for the Dems because of the... Is that the one closer to Vermont? It is. Well, no wonder it probably gets the yes, communist... Con- congressional The communist odors come over. And with some um, uh, redistricting, it looked like it would favor Democrats. But, but, but I chance. tell you, Annie Custer, the Dem, who's a socialist, has not shown up for debates, won't talk typical. to people, typical, won't typical, do typical, town typical, halls, typical, just typical. do... Does photo ops, and Robert Burns is somebody that's representing the people, and he's getting closer by. And the he day. actually debates. Uh, people in New York should know that Letitia James, the one who only uh, goes after Trump, doesn't go after anybody else. Nor does she help out anyone in our crime beleaguered state because she's so obsessed, like uh, one of those crazy uh, uh, prosecutors. You know, she's obsessed with Trump. So, uh, unfortunately, if you get murdered or you get beaten up, he, she's not going to help you. But she, she, she wouldn't debate because she has no record to no, debate. No, I, I think that they Mr. Got, Henry would have, well, never I think mind. He would have beaten her. bullet points from the Democrat Party saying, look, at, here's our strategy. Abortion, abortion, abortion. Deny crime and don't show up for debates. So can that's, I, that's their strategy. Don't talk to the people. You know what? Because we're, we're the Democrat Party. Party. We're the party of the elites. You guys are just peasants, and we're not going to meet oh, Come on. You. I mean, they call, they call us that. Look at the harsh language that, that Biden uses with regard to rep- the MAGA people. I mean, it, MAGA. I'm I, proud to be a mega. If MAGA means make America great again, I'm all for it, baby. So I have to mention the name of this judge because I have to do this uh, in memory of uh, Mayor Ed Koch who very effectively beat the hell out of judges who put his uh, citizens in jeopardy, meaning let out criminals. Man, he used to go crazy in his, in his press conferences. I used to too, but I wasn't as good as he was. And I had more going for me. And my crime turned around after a year. I didn't have to do it as much. And I also appointed about 100 judges, and I interviewed every single one. I, I didn't have the kind of time that Adams has, you know, to do the stuff he does. I actually worked. So uh, this judge is named Judge Lee Chang over the objection of the prosecutors. He, uh, he uh, granted a, a bail that could be uh, met by Ethan, uh, 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 by, um, by William Freeman, who had killed Ethan Williams. Killed him! And had... Uh, had nine a prior arrest. Uh, net result, uh, the killer, Mr. Freeman, is walking around, uh, well, I guess he's walking around uh, the Bushwick section of Brooklyn where he killed Mr. Williams. Now, you want that to continue, continue to be blind, blind, uh, blindfolded and brainwashed and vote Democrat. Just pull it down like Pavlovian. But if you'd rather not see murderers walk in the street because we have wacky left-wing judges as well as wacky left-wing prosecutors as well as wacky left-wing politicians, vote Republican. Seriously, that's the only way you're going to change it. That's how you change it way back with me and Pataki. 
And we did a good job of changing it. We were the safest large city in America. Uh, from me through uh, Bloomberg and Kelly until you once again elected a whack-job progressive Democrat de Blasio. 20 years of no riots until the Democrat came back in office. You need any more proof? Any more? I hope not. Let's go to um, let's go to Sal in Staten Island before we get to our guest who's coming on very shortly. Sal, hey, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing okay, Sal. How are you doing? Good. I'm, I was wondering, um, Kathy Hochul, as far as being governor, why is she responsible for crime in New York City, but Republican governors aren't responsible for their crime in their cities? What does that mean? What? Because the Repu- because Republican crime in New York City. Because Republican governors don't have bail laws like Kathy Hochul has. And also, uh, they don't have a responsibility for policing the subways. They have nothing to do with the cities. So let's take a specific Missouri. The governor of Missouri uh, doesn't have any responsibility uh, for uh, any kind of bail law in Missouri. They don't have a crazy bail law in Missouri like we have. Crime is being generated in St. Louis because of the prosecutor there who is actually being disbarred or something since she's been the prosecutor bought and paid for by uh soros crime has gone up on 20 percent so you got a difference the only reason hokel's on the hook for this is because uh, she won't change the bail law and the bail law is responsible for i don't know five thousand six thousand seven thousand people out on the street the bail law and crazy judges like this are responsible for this murderer walking around. This doesn't happen in other places. Most states, most states have a law that allows a judge to consider dangerousness and therefore can revoke bail, no bail, or set a high bail. We're one of the few that encourages criminals. We're now going to go to Linda Clary. Linda, first of all, you have my sympathy and my condolences, and I can tell you, uh, when I was the mayor of New York, if something horrible like this happened, I would have met you when you came to New York first night. Oh, thank you, Mayor. I, I, I went. Th- I went through this. I went through. Approach. I went through people out of town being killed in New York, and I always went out of my way to make sure that I met with them and, and uh, let them know that we were going to that we were, we felt terrible about what happened, and we were going to extend every effort to find the miserable criminals that did it and bring them to justice. So tell us what happened to your son. It's a tragedy. If you can. Thank you. And thank you for the opportunity to share his story and hopefully prevent it from happening to other people. Um, John was on a work trip in Manhattan, enjoying it and meeting with friends and um, wanted, made the mistake of parting with his group of friends. So a key message is never let yourself be alone because you expose yourself to the criminal element and especially in New York right now. And so unfortunately he met up with a ring of people who does target gay men uh, for the purpose of robbing them, beginning with roofing them and then getting emptying their bank accounts, savings accounts, investments accounts, things like that. And that's what happened on May 20, the morning of May 28th. And that now roofing, tell us what that is. Well, it's where somebody slips something in your drink that you're not aware of that it basically immobilizes you as well as your judgment on you, you lose your ability to say no. 
Um, it, it, it's, it's like the date. You know, it's the date it's rape like drug, a date, right? Yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And 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 and, uh, and after after his uh, after they uh, grabbed him, they took his money, they took his cards, they cleaned out his bank account, they ran well, up his credit cards, right? They took a lot of money ultimately, yeah, didn't yeah. they? And and what they per- one specific thing they do is they take the phone and they hold on to the phone so that somehow they can keep it and keep using it because they continue to use it the week of right after Memorial Day as well. Uh, wiping accounts out and you think your child, like in my case, I it said red text. I thought John was reading my text. He he was he was Oh, man. I'm so sorry. You think, okay, my child is just too busy to talk to me. I get it. He's a grown man. That's all right. And then everybody starts putting the pieces together that he's not talking to any of us. Something is really wrong. And where is John? And so that that's where we realize something's wrong. And I called his employer as well as in white, the uh, 19th precinct where we where he was staying. And I have to say, NYPD has been phenomenal every step of the way. And I am just so thankful for them. And they need the support of the district attorney's office to make things happen. And which they don't have street. And there's no, I I take. I take it you, 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 I know you have, I've heard your, your statement, but, uh, the district attorney's office appears to have a little interest in this. Correct. I mean, they, they, there are certain people within the office who have tried, but it's ridiculous that we know exactly who these people are and yet they are still on the streets causing harm and hurting other people. And as long as they're out there, the gay community is at risk as well as every young person. You know, now and they also they also the they also were involved. It looks like uh, allegedly in a in a, a similar kind of murder about five weeks earlier of Correct. Julio Ramirez. Similar situation. Uh, they grabbed him coming out of a bar, uh, of, and ultimately took his wallet, took his bank accounts, uh, and left him for dead. Correct. And both of them were both of them died, really because of drug overdoses, in essence, right? Yes, that that's correct. And now it, you don't have a toxicology know, report yet, and it's, I mean, it's five and ten weeks ago. Yeah, now there are. It is some. There have been some reports, but we're still waiting on final reports. But it, you know, and here's a whole other issue. The, have the, you talked to the mayor? The, no, I have not. I well, I'll tell you. I'm going to tell you something. I don't. They say there are shortages and all this other stuff. Uh, this is un, as a prosecutor, a former prosecutor. Uh, this is unacceptable. You're not going to take five weeks to get me back a toxicology report on a murder investigation, or I'm going to be, I'll be, I'll be, I will be in the uh, the uh, medical examiner's office to pick them up and throw them out. Well, if you were only mayor, <laughs> if I was only mayor, like when I was mayor, crime was down 65 percent. We saved lives. We didn't get people killed. This is outrageous. I am so sorry that your son had to come to New York. When it's being governed by people who don't give a damn if people are killed. Oh, I know, and this is the. And the mayor hasn't contacted you. No, not, and, at, yeah, not well, at all. Well, no, I guess I guess you, you, you would you'd interrupt his uh, nightly uh, nightclub schedule. Um, Probably so, but just. Man, I do hope there is an opportunity for change here. 
because the only way I mean, here is the most the greatest city in the world, which, you know, New York City. But now it's become like Gotham City, where no one is held accountable for their actions. And people don't care. And I would ask New Yorkers to please consider electing a governor, a candidate who cares actually about people and not politics. Well, and that's Lee Zeldin. You know, and, and Lee cares, have- and, that's, and he's being criticized yeah. by Hochul for talking about it too much. And, and the press is uh, siding with him that Republicans are causing this crime, the appearance of crime. But it's not true. My uh, I know it's not these true. These other cases are a case in point. I never thought, I mean, when I left being mayor and I was succeeded by Bloomberg and he picked Ray Kelly and they kept, we kept this city the safest large city in America for like 15 years. We, uh, we took it from the crime capital to the safest large city and we, I instituted Comstat. I never thought we would, I never, I never thought this would happen again. I never thought we'd be back there and we are and it breaks my heart. For you and for everybody else. Thank you. I'm sorry I can't. I'm sorry I'm not there. Because just. Well, me too. And I know, you know, the, the Ramirez family has been destroyed. My family has been destroyed. And I know that in honor of our sons, you know, we, we need to keep fighting. And the other victims who were not killed in the course of eight weeks, four, well, at you, least 14. Uh, well, you have my uh, admiration, too, because you are absolutely right. By speaking up, you're helping other people, and you give my love to the Ramirez family as well, okay? I will. So, Thank you. God bless you, Mrs. Clary. Thank you. Have it takes back. a lot Thank of courage. You, yes, ma'am. I appreciate you. Well, we all you. do very Thank much. You. Thank you. That takes a lot of courage to do that, Dr. Maria. Yeah, what a sad story. And we hear about these things where the DA's office is so unresponsive, the mayor's office, and it's really tough to hear over and over again. I know you and I both attended a New York Victims' Right rights rally and we did a podcast in with the rain. Madeline. <laughs> yeah, it was in the rain. Madeline Brom. And um the victims are being treated so bad. They don't get any information. Well, sometimes they get arrested and charged with murder. It's crazy. <laughs> like, it's like totally upside like the poor down. poor man who ran away to the Dominican Republic. That's why I'm like saying to these, my, my adopted city here, New York, New Yorkers, you are smart. Stop voting for the same people who don't really care about citizens. I don't know what to say anymore. Well, it's time to take a short break, and when we come back, we will have the mayor's final thoughts. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Now, it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Mayor's Final Thoughts. Hello, this is Rudy Giuliani again with the mayor's final thoughts brought to you by Tunnels and Towers, T2T.org. That's the organization that takes care of our fallen comrades, our, our, our uniformed officers, military and civilian who die in the line of duty, who are, uh, their widows and widowers are, are greeted immediately by uh, Tunnels and Towers, by Frank, uh, with a check to pay the mortgage and then a lot more support. And they built homes for the catastrophically injured. How can you not 
come up with your $11 a month for them. I want to thank Dr. Maria for being with with us today and giving us her special uh, uh, expertise about this, her state that she loves so much and in general about politics because she knows quite a bit about politics, kind of like her avocation uh, throughout her life. And I really want to thank Mrs. Clary for coming on. I, I, she was, we've already gotten calls about how moving she was and how articulate she was and how brave she was. And you could hear, you could hear at the end in her voice, well, you know what you could hear in her voice. But she's doing, uh, she's doing what the Sillers did with the death of their sons, their, their, their brother, uh, uh, Stephen. She's trying to turn it into something good for other people. And that's a good person. And we need people like that because we have to break through this wall of censorship, this lying and uh, communist-type propaganda which they use. And then they all repeat it. You know, it's a Republican conspiracy to convince you that there's crime. Uh, it's depressed. It's creating the fear of crime. I don't know. When somebody's lying on the, uh, in a, uh, on the tracks of a subway station and wondering whether the train's going to get there before somebody helps them, I don't think it's the newspapers, you know. And I don't think it's the, no Republican threw them there. And, and this idea that happens in Republican states, yeah, a very few, and ones with uh, Democratic cities that are totally out of control. And who, who, who polices? The mayor. I never, I never thought uh, the governor was responsible. In, I never heard of the governor being uh, uh, responsible for crime in New York until this happened. There's a very specific reason why Hochul is responsible, because she will not. Remove the bail. Also, the, the the parole laws that she she extended. She's not only uh, not taking them in when they get arrested. She's letting them out. They want to let out now. They want to let out the guy who was involved with the person who wanted to kill me. You'll hear more about that after the election. I don't want to make a special pleading for myself, but they want to let out a mafia killer. I mean, that's in New York. Now, in another state, given the parole laws that. Hochul actually expanded. It wouldn't happen in another state. So the governor, the governor, you know, doesn't have the ability to screw things up the way she does. And she does. And she did. And she's worse than Cuomo. She expanded some of those laws worse than they were under Cuomo. And she will not, she will not pay attention. I mean, plus, very few governors have the power to remove a district attorney. She's got the power to remove the district attorney. And as a result of that, she has the obligation to do it, and she won't do it. So tomorrow is an election broader than just New York. I can't go over all of them. I wish I could. All I can tell you is I am not exaggerating one bit. The future of our country and our way of life depends on your voting Republican tomorrow. We can, this party has become a pariah. It has become anti-American at the very top and crooked. So, please, use your heads. Don't be brainwashed. Vote Republican. And God bless America. Say a big prayer tonight. We need it. The mayor.